The man in the gray flannel suit and overcoat walked up to my stand and pulled his wallet out. Morning, Leo, I said, smiling at the man who'd visited my stand every other morning for the past two years. The usual? Right. One hot dog with the works, he said, handing me two dollars. I handed him the hot dog. How's the shoe business, Al? Leo took a bite and tried talking between chews. Mm. Very funny. You think everyone who works in the shoe business is another Al Bundy. Hey, I said offhandedly, if the shoe fits. Gee, Leo said. I've never heard that one before. I'll have to write that one down. I could have said, why aren't you at work? You a loafer? Keep it up, Leo said. You just have no soul. Ouch, I snapped back. Better tread lightly. Now you're just flip-flopping, Leo said, throwing up his hands in a victory gesture. Seriously, I said. How's the job treating you these days? I have to trim the window today. What a pain in the ass. And the front office wants everything to look exactly like the sample photo they send me each month. Still, I said, I suppose it beats working in some factory or foundry. You get to wear a suit and stay inside with the air conditioning. I suppose, Leo said, but the job's enough to bore the horns off a billy goat. Why don't you find something else, I asked. I would, Leo said, stuffing the last bite into his mouth. But I have four weeks of vacation and top seniority with the company. Kinda hard to walk away from that and start over somewhere else. Well, I better get back and make sure that new kid unloads and stocks today's shipment. He walked away, waving over his shoulder. Later, Bert. I slipped the two dollars into my cigar box and went back to the business of feeding New York City one hot dog at a time. It was getting on to 11.30, and soon I'd have my hands full dishing out food and taking in money. During the next 15-minute lull, I managed to read half a chapter of my Raymond Chandler book. Poor Waldo's nose was bleeding, and his killer had just walked out of the bar and into the hot Santa Ana winds. Detective John Dalmas, the prototype for Chandler's Philip Marlowe, was answering questions from the local police when I heard a car pull up to the curb and recognized a familiar voice. Bert, you old scoundrel, <laughs> how's that dog business? It was Vince Mahoney, a cab driver and another of my regulars. What'll it be today, Vinny? I'll take the seven-course meal. Yeah, I know, I said, finishing his joke for him. A hot dog and a six-pack of beer. You gotta get yourself some new material. Okay, Vince shot back. A hot dog walks into a bar and orders a beer. The bartender says, Sorry, we don't serve food here. I groaned. I'd been selling hot dogs for so many years that I'd heard all the possible combinations of jokes that were out there. I looked at Vinny. Tell you what, Vincent, my man, when you come by tomorrow, you bring me a hot dog joke I haven't heard yet, and your dog is free. Deal? I'll have to give it some thought, Vinny said. By this time tomorrow, you'll be out two bucks. 
He handed me his two dollars and headed back to his cab. Vinny's cab had no sooner pulled out into traffic than a man in an expensive three-piece pinstriped suit stepped up to me and said in a stern voice, New York statues prohibit the sale and disbursement of ground-up animal parts cooked in their intestines and served on a baked containment vessel. Let me see your license. Without looking up, I pointed to the certificate attached to my cart and recited from memory, New York Statue 317.6, paragraph 9, states that as long as I have said license displayed in a conspicuous manner, that I am not obliged to sell any of the aforementioned wares to anyone working in the legal trades, including, but not limited to, lawyers. Very good, Wallace Jefford said. You've been practicing, I see.